Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is powered by TD Ameritrade. When it comes to investing, each of us does it in our own unique way. From TD Ameritrade's award-winning technology to personalized guidance, they have everything you need to invest on your terms. Visit tdameritrade.com slash YTDA to get started. Can a Facebook ad really sway your vote? Move on, thinks so. By Issy Lepowski. If you are one of the 20 million potential voters that move on, a progressive advocacy group believes could help sway the midterm elections in Democrats' favor, then chances are over the next few days you will see a move on sponsored ad in your Facebook newsfeed. It'll be a video of a real voter, not an actor or a politician, explaining why he or she is voting for a given candidate. It might feature Bethany, a business owner in Ohio who's backing Democrat Sherrod Brown for Senate because he supports the Affordable Care Act. Or maybe it will star Barbara, a Floridian who believes that, as governor, Democrat Andrew Gillum will address wage stagnation in the state. The ad will be simple enough. The calculations that land it in your particular newsfeed, though, are anything but. In the lead-up to the midterms, ordinary Americans made 2,500 of these videos for Move On. Now, the organization has turned them into Facebook ads aimed at voters in 91 House races, 10 Senate races, and 10 gubernatorial races. Since their big advertising push began in late October, millions of people have seen these ads, making Move On the highest spender on political Facebook ads last week. But what makes these ads worth noting in a sea of millions isn't just their scale. It's the science behind them. With these ads, Move On is trying to answer a key question in the age of social media-driven politics. Can a Facebook ad really persuade people to go out and vote? It's been the subject of much debate over the past two years. President Trump's campaign manager, Brad Parscale, credits Facebook with helping his boss win the election. Congress is convinced that Russian trolls and shady data firms like Cambridge Analytica 
manipulated voters with their divisive ads. And Facebook has touted its ability to move persuadable voters in its marketing materials. But researchers have cast doubt on whether political ads can actually change minds. In general, the persuasive effects of ads are small, says Eitan Hirsch, an associate professor of political science at Tufts University and author of the book Hacking the Electorate. Not only that, he says, but those effects don't tend to last very long. You're not just encouraging someone to show up to vote. You're trying to get into their head and help them change their perspective. Measuring the persuasive power of a political ad has always been an imprecise and costly science. Testing a message or an ad with a focus group is routine in any campaign, but it's not cheap when you're running thousands of digital ads. In recent years, Facebook has offered to survey users on behalf of major advertisers to see how ads impact public perception. But the questions on those so-called brand lift studies can't be specially tailored to specific campaigns. And while Facebook lets advertisers run tests to see which ads get the most engagement, research has found that engagement and persuasion aren't always synonymous. If you look at how people measure digital persuasion, the approaches people have are incredibly expensive and they're not that accurate, says Milan DeVries, MoveOn's director of analytics and a molecular biologist by training. So, in anticipation of this make-or-break midterm, MoveOn designed its own novel experiment to see if it could maximize persuasiveness in a way that's cheaper and faster than the alternatives. Working with Eskadar Getahun, MoveOn's team lead who oversaw the project, DeVries and his colleagues created a Facebook app called MO Research and targeted ads at people, asking them to answer survey questions like, Should Congress pass stricter gun control legislation, or do you approve or disapprove of recent NFL player protests? Some 400,000 people answered an average of five questions each via Facebook Messenger. They also answer questions about things like their hometown, gender, and age. That allows MO Research to build demographic profiles of people and match them to their voter file records. For the second part of the experiment, the researchers randomly divided the survey respondents into groups and targeted the real voter ads at them so that they'd appear in their news feeds. One group, which served as a control, saw no videos at all. After MoveOn targeted all the ads to the survey takers, they sent another batch of questions to everyone who watched, asking how likely they are to vote for either candidate in the race discussed in the ad. By comparing the sample group's answers to the control groups, they determined what types of people were most likely to be persuaded by the various videos. Then MoveOn picked people with those characteristics out of the voter file in key states and districts, and created custom audiences on Facebook, which are lists of individuals that advertisers can upload and specifically target with ads on the platform. In this case, MoveOn sent ads to the people who, according to the experiment, were the most susceptible to persuasion. If the idea of using Facebook surveys for political modeling and ad targeting sounds familiar, it's because MoveOn's strategy does bear a slight resemblance to the strategy deployed by Cambridge Analytica in the run-up to the 2016 election. 
But there are crucial differences between the two in terms of how they collect the data and how transparent they are about how it's being used. For starters, Cambridge Analytica hired a third-party researcher to woo Facebook users with personality profiling quizzes, then bought the data he collected, which is against Facebook's rules. That researcher also collected data not just from the people who took the quizzes, but from their Facebook friends who had never given their permission. Move on, DeVries says, is only collecting data that survey takers self-report. MO Research, the app running the surveys, is also a subsidiary of Move On, not a third party, and it says so right on their homepage. Their Facebook page didn't include any such disclosure. After Wired asked about it, MO Research added a link to its website. Another important difference. Since May, all of the ads Move On has run on Facebook, and all of the survey ads MO Research has sent, are public in Facebook's ad archive. MoveOn has also published the videos on its own website. We're trying to run what we think political ads on a social platform should look like, DeVries says. We're fact-checking the videos because we think that's important and trying to be transparent. DeVries and his team won't really know if their experiment worked until after the election, of course. But they already have some reason for hope. MoveOn deployed a similar strategy during several special elections over the past year, including Virginia's gubernatorial race and the special Senate race in Alabama. With the help of an organization called the Analyst Institute, which studies the impact of progressive groups' political programs, MoveOn measured the effectiveness of both campaigns. They assigned certain precincts in both states to be treatment precincts, meaning at least some voters there would see MoveOn's ads. The remainder were control precincts, where zero voters would see the ads. Then, after the elections, the Analyst Institute team compared the Democratic candidates' margin in the treatment precincts to their margin in the control precincts. In both states, the candidates' margins were 0.4% higher in the treatment precincts than they were in the control which the Analyst Institute found to be statistically significant. If this is working to the extent the evidence indicates, this would make a difference in close elections, says Analyst Institute Executive Director Aaron Strauss, who has a Ph.D. in political methodology and micro-targeting. MoveOn will conduct a similar study with Strauss's team after the midterms. Despite a skepticism about the persuasive power of Facebook ads, Hirsch says MoveOn's findings are important. This is an interesting development, he says. The analysis here suggests a different method from those used in the past with promising results from the perspective of a campaign. Of course, an increase in vote margin isn't necessarily proof of persuasion, per se, because there's no evidence that the people who turned out actually had their minds changed. It could be, in other words, that the ads just nudged people who already supported the candidate to vote. Strauss acknowledges that's true. In a study like this, there's no telling the motivation of the voters. There's also no proof that it was MoveOn's fancy survey-tested Facebook targeting that moved voters or simply the content of the videos themselves. In all likelihood, Strauss says, it was both. At the end of the day, we can say with high certainty that these ads in Virginia and Alabama netted Democratic votes, Strauss says.
but the exact mechanism by which they netted the votes is difficult to say precisely. Whatever the mechanism, Move On is hoping that the same holds true on Tuesday. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.